how does that change anybody's life if aliens are in fact real? What are you going to do? You're going to go get one? You're going to fucking keep it as a pet? But do y'all remember Millie Vanilli? Once you start thinking that there is tomorrow, there's always tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you, my friend? Hey, your old pal Joe here. What am I doing? Checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday. How's it going? How's it hanging? Listen, I hope you're doing well, my friend. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. I hope you're doing so well that it pains you. I hope you're doing better than your wildest imaginations could have ever given you. And if you're not, hey, hey, that's A-OK. But why don't you do yourself and everybody else around you a favor and get your shit together, all right? It's the last day of July. The last day of July, where the fuck did it go? Who knows? Nobody does. Time keeps moving, baby. It's just like a train. It don't stop no matter who stands in front of it. So you might as well get your shit together. Bunch of holidays coming up. We got, what, Thanksgiving, Halloween, goddamn uh, Christmas, too. All those family holidays that you spend your, you know, your days with uh, your family. What better gift to give your family this holiday season than having your shit together for once in your life, all right? Only, you know, a handful of months left in the year. You might as well get your shit together, all right? Real quick, everybody, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Magic Mind. Go to magicmind.com, use the promo code Joe at checkout, that is J-O-E. Get yourself 20% off your order if you are uh, subscribing to Magic Mind. They already are giving you, I think, 30-some-odd percent off, so you can get over 50% off with the promo code Joe. Give it a try, people. It's definitely changed my life. I absolutely love it. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash utilize shrooms, everybody. That is my Patreon. I'm giving you bonus podcast episodes every week. We get you daily check-in videos and uh, all sorts of stuff going on over there. Exclusive stand-up comedy sets. So uh, thank you to everybody who has signed up to the Patreon right now. And if you haven't and you'd like to, you can get in for five bucks a month, baby. That's all, you know. What I do every week, that's worth five bucks. And if it ain't, you're getting it for fucking free anyway. So, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Choosers can't be beggars, whatever the fuck it is. But if you just like to support me, my podcast, and my comedy, Patreon is a great way to do it. Uh, Real quick, everybody, some shows coming up this week as well as the rest of the month of August. I will be in Nashville, Tennessee this Thursday at Sonny's Patio Pub and Refuge doing a little best of Nashville comedy showcase for you. That's going to be August 3rd, and then hitting the road a whole bunch. August 6th, this coming Sunday, I'll be in Denver at Comedy Works with my good buddy Aaron Weber. Weber, Jesus Christ. Coming to Louisville, the 10th through the 12th. I'll also be in Cleveland, the 19th and 20th. I'll be at the Improv in Pittsburgh on the 24th, as well as Laugh Boston, the 25th and the 26th. And then the 27th, I'll be at Co to its Center for Arts. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's somewhere else in Massachusetts. Uh, and then September, listen, I was supposed to be in Des Moines, Iowa, the 8th and the 9th. Those shows have been canceled, all right? Uh, the real reason is, is because a, a bigger comic bumped Aaron, so somebody else is doing that weekend. But uh, the real, the true, honest reason 
the down to our core reason is Aaron and I were talking and we realized that uh, we were going to be in Iowa, the eighth and the ninth. So we're like, what the fuck are we going to go to Iowa for? So we decided not to do it, but actually a comic uh, bumped Aaron off. But September the 29th and the 30th, I'll be in Seattle. October 5th and the 6th, I'm looking at Salt Lake City, Utah, baby. November the 3rd and the 4th, Albany, New York, I'll be there. Also going to be in uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut, the 10th and the 11th. The 24th and the 25th of November, a little post-Thanksgiving action for you in Appleton, Wisconsin. That's going to be a cold one. And then winding down the year at Side Splitters in Tampa, Florida at the 15th, 16th, and 17th. I also forgot I'll be in uh, Indianapolis doing my own thing on October 15th at Black Circle Brewing. All right? Listen, you know where to go. JoeKellyComedy.com will have all your upcoming dates, shows, and information. How have you been, my friend? What have you been doing with your week? I hope you've been doing great things, having all sorts of fun with the last week in July. Uh, I did a little bit of camping this past weekend. All right, it was very it was very fun. You ever been camping, ladies and gentlemen? You should go camping if you've never done it. All right, I just went by myself. I went, I uh, had the campsite rented for two nights, but I only stayed one night. I only planned on staying one night, but they made you... They make you rent the fucking camp space for two nights anyway. But uh, if you want to see my camping experience, I'm going to be putting out a video on Patreon this coming week. I did a little uh, day in the life sort of camping video thing, but you can uh, check that out on on Patreon for what it's worth, you know. But it was uh, it was a good. I just wanted to get a little a little a little me time in. For a little bit of calmness this weekend before uh, things pick back up and I'm back on the road for the month of August. But it was a, a very enjoyable time. I had planned on taking some mushrooms and bringing you guys some words of wisdom back from the uh, from the the other realm of existence that is always around us, but we don't necessarily uh, think about it or aren't in contact with it at all points in time. But that did not happen because uh, a lot of kids, a lot of kids were at the campground and. You know, when you're taking mushrooms, the last thing you want to be around is a bunch of kids yelling. So I just didn't do it. I just, you know, just just enjoyed myself. I took my tent, or as I like to call it, ye old fuck palace, you know, took a little tent, went camping. Here's the thing, people. Uh, there were uh, the whole campground was rented. There weren't a ton of camping camping spaces there. But uh, anytime I think of camping, I just figure I'm going to be in the woods by myself. But these are all like, oh, everyone's just up each other's ass the whole time. And uh, a lot of RVs and shit there, you know? So it's like, I'm all, I'm the type of person, and maybe you are, maybe you aren't this type of person too. But if I'm going to do something, I'm going to like fully commit to that experience of what it is. You know what I mean? So if I'm going camping, I'm going to take a tent I'm going to forget some stuff that I should have and try and figure it out on my own, you know? Like I planned on taking a pan to cook with, but I forgot my pan, so I had to uh, improvise a little bit and uh, and see how things worked. I, I wanted to make some coffee, so my plan was I'll just boil water in the pan that I take, and I had a little French press, so I'll pour the boiling water that I, I boil in the pan in the goddamn French press, but I forgot it. You know, but I had a can. I was drinking some White Claws. So I just cut the top of the White Claw can off 
and fucking put water in that and boiled it that way. You got to improvise sometimes. But a bunch of people showed up just with like, they all had RVs and like motorhomes and shit like that. And they didn't leave them. You know what I mean? It's like, why would you go? Why do you go camping just to stay inside basically your house and watch Netflix or whatever it is? Why would you go camping? Why would you go out of your way to just do the same shit you could have done at home? And you make it feel like you're bonding with your kids. Is that what it is? Because every other campsite, except one other one, which I'll get to in just a moment, they all had big RVs and campers and shit. And none of them were outside like at all. I get that it was, it was like a hundred degrees this weekend. That's why I didn't stay two nights. I tried to fucking rough it. And uh, it just, it, it, I, I slept like shit the one night. And really, I only wanted to stay one night anyway. So it's like, I'm not going to do this again. So in that aspect, I get that it's like, okay, we're camping for a couple nights. We want it to be comfortable. But they weren't even like, nobody had a fire. Nobody was making s'mores and toasting marshmallows and cooking hot dogs or anything like that. Everyone was just shitting in their RV toilets and cooking inside and watching Netflix all night. Everybody's camper, they all had their fucking lights on until like 11 o'clock at night. So they were up, but they just weren't enjoying the camping experience. And even the next morning, nobody was like out and about going hiking, going fishing, anything like that. It's just very bizarre to me, you know? I didn't understand what the fuck people were doing, but... You know, I figure if you're going to do something, you might as well commit to the whole the whole experience of it. You know, that's why I'll never take mushrooms and go and do something. Go to a concert, go to, you know, I don't know what the fuck people do. Go to the planetarium and shit like that, because I want to know what the mushrooms are. I want to know what camping actually is. So I just commit to that type of shit, you know. And maybe maybe it's not for everybody. Maybe like people like to just uh, they like to pretend they're camping. Staying in a fucking ninety foot RV isn't camping to me. With all the amenities that you have at home, it's not fucking camping. Staying in an RV is not fucking camping. There's no aspect of camping to that. You're just living a modern life. You you got you got a home at home. And then you got a home on wheels, and then you just stay in there the whole fucking time. It just, it just fucking makes me disappointed. And it's the fact that it's like, y'all couldn't have just stayed home, so I could have taken my mushrooms. If y'all were just going to come here and watch Netflix all fucking night and ruin my time to try and take mushrooms, y'all could have just fucking stayed home, you know? But there was one other, one other campsite. It was a, a lady with like four kids they brought two tents, fucking three kayaks, and a whole bunch of shit. And they stayed, they didn't, they weren't even there for 12 hours. Ah, maybe they were there for 12 hours. They got there. I got there around like four o'clock. I don't think they pulled up till about 7 p.m. And then they were gone by 10 the next morning. And it's like, why did you bring all this shit and drag everybody out to not do nothing? You know what I mean? Anyway, it was. Overall, great time. Check out Bumpus Mills Campground. I'm sure I'm sure if you do it in September or October, I might go back again sometime in the fall just so there won't be as many people. But, 
Uh, it's the last weekend in July or whatever, so I'm sure it's the last time people are getting out and about. But uh, just if you're going to fucking do something, go full board. Don't do no fucking bullshit modern. Don't pussyfoot around it. Quit being a soft sack of shit. Make things a little bit difficult once in a while. See what you learn about yourself, you know? Forget a fucking frying pan and then figure out how you got to cook, you know? I just had tinfoil. So I wrapped things in tinfoil and then just threw them in the fucking fire pit. And I was like, well, this will be good enough. Thankfully, the fire pits did have little grills on top of it. So I was able to cook a steak. And uh, that was it. Went fishing. I just really wanted to go fishing for a little bit. And uh, and that was it. It was a nice little calm weekend, people. It was a great time just to fucking sit around a fire, listen to a little music, go fishing, go swimming, sleep in a tent barely, sweat my ass off in a tent, and then uh, wake up before I wanted to and had a, had just a great morning, you know. It took about 15 minutes to make a, a, a cup of coffee. It took about 25 minutes to get that steak done. But it is what it is. I'm not, you know, I don't know. I've never really cooked on a fire like that. I know you got to get hot coals underneath, but it is what it is. Anyway, had a great weekend, not doing anything. Dude, I'm telling you, going up to the cabin in the fourth, it really has just changed uh, it's really it's given me a perspective on what I enjoy in life. And uh, I enjoy calmness and I enjoy, you know, a lot of times just being alone in the woods. I forgot that I was that type of person. I forgot that I was kind of a hillbilly. This whole this whole time I've been trying to fit in with these city folks. And anytime I do, I look like an asshole because I was trying to turn my back on who I am. And who I am is a fucking hillbilly. I can make the best out of a bad situation. I do know that, you know, I know I can. I won't freak out. I'm a good man in that sense. I'm a, I'd be a, you know, I'm a, I'm a desirable man to these women out here because I'll catch my own food and cooking on a fire. And by God, if I ain't got a pot to piss in, I'll find a pot and I'll piss in it and then make coffee out of it. You know, I didn't piss in the coffee can, but you guys are in the fucking cup, but you guys get what I'm saying. Anyway, that was my weekend. What has been going on in the news this week, people? My main reason for wanting to take the mushrooms on this camping trip was to try and bring you guys back some actual information about UFOs, all right? Because that was the talk of the town last week, ladies and gentlemen. We did a whole podcast down on the Patreon uh, last week, so if you want to check it out again, patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. There's bonus podcast episodes over there, but we could touch base on it a little bit. A lot of UFO hearings going on last week, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, are aliens real? Are they not? That's the big question. Everyone's going, oh, they're finally being confirmed by the government, and anytime anybody from the government is confirming something, you could bet your ass it's a load of hogwash and bullshit anyway, and it's just used as a distraction from other bigger more important things going on. I'm pretty sure last week the Federal Reserve raised interest rates by half a percent. I'm pretty sure interest rates in this country are the highest they've ever been in 22, something like that years. I don't know. But anyway, that all went unnoticed because everyone's like, man, UFOs, they might or might not be real. They may have had alien contact. And it's like, what do you guys think? Are the aliens real or are they not? Because... I mean, just, just think about the vastness of the universe, the infinity that the, that the universe is, the endlessness that 
encompasses what the universe is. Of course, there has to be something out there that whatever we consider intelligent life, whether they're similar to us or whether they're not, that has to be out there, right? It just seems so improbable that we're the only ones that are experiencing this sort of uh, consciousness, I guess. And with that being said, is there another, is there a higher step up from what we are as human beings as far as our consciousness and our ability to be aware of ourselves, even though most people fucking aren't, even though most people have no self-awareness at all, we have all the tools to be self-aware, but uh, for the most part, people ain't fucking using it. So maybe there's a species out there in the infinite cosmos that, uh, that is aware of themselves and a little bit more thoughtful than, than us, perhaps. But uh, it just seems like it's a big hoobla just to get people thinking about a bunch of useless shit again. And even if aliens are real, it's like, who cares? What good does it do us if, if there are? What good, how does that change anybody's life if aliens are in fact real? What are you going to do? You're going to go get one? You're going to fucking keep it as a pet? What the fuck does it matter if aliens are or are not real? Focus on yourself and what the fuck you're doing with your life. You know what I mean? And daydreaming's fun. We should all daydream and fantasize and all that shit. But at the end of the day, who really gives a fuck whether or not aliens are or are not real? Because are they already here? That's a good chance. They probably are. They're probably walking amongst us pretending to be us. Because let's be honest, most of the people you meet are trying to pretend to be a human being anyway. Most of us were beasts inside. That's what we are, ladies and gentlemen. This human species, we're nothing more than primal beasts pretending to be uh, sophisticated, evolved, cultured human beings. Because we have t-shirts, and we have clothes, and we have Nike shoes, and this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, what our core is, as human beings, at least as a man, is a savage, bloodthirsty beast. And if you're not, you're a cuck. That's what you are. (laughs) We're all just fucking primal fucking people, just pretending, just pretending to be civilized in some way, shape, or form. But uh, I think if aliens are real, which I do think they are, but I don't think it's, I don't know. It's all, what are, what is an alien? What is it to begin with? Because if you take any mushrooms, if you take large doses of mushrooms, you are in contact with other beings, with other entities Maybe it's just one entity pretending to be multiple entities, or maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe it is just multiple. I don't fucking know. But it is, there's some alien consciousness, some global consciousness of the universe that you do come in contact with. So, in that sense, I have had experiences with aliens. Not in this realm of existence, all right? There's a, I had a buddy I lived with, or he was my neighbor on Maui. And uh, there's a lot of people who, when they have contact with what they believe to be contact with UFOs or aliens or something like that, they uh, lose track of time very easily. I don't know if you guys have ever heard about this, but uh, look into it. Just look up, 
Look up Alien Contact in Lost Time. George St. Pierre, a great UFC fighter. If you're not familiar who he is, he's one of the one of the best uh, UFC fighters has ever been. He uh, he talked about it because he has a thing where he believes in aliens and and the, the possibility of him getting abducted because uh, you'll be looking at the clock and it's one o'clock and you turn away for a half a second and then you look back and then all of a sudden it's six o'clock and he doesn't know where the time went. But I had a buddy on. Uh, my neighbor on Maui, he was talking about he was driving down a road one time and he saw what he thought was a spacecraft. He thought it was a spaceship, right? A UFO spaceship. And he pulled off to the side of the road and he said there were like four other cars that had pulled off to the side of the road too. And he said he only pulled over for a second, but by the time he got back, he was on his way to his girlfriend's house at the time or something like that. And he was only like 15 minutes away. And he said he stopped for maybe three minutes, got back in his car, started driving. And when he got there, she's like, where the fuck have you been? He's like, I drove straight here. What are you talking about? She's like, I've been trying to get a hold of you for like three hours. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So he also seemed to lose his mind a little bit when we were on Maui. But that's a different story for a different day. All of a sudden, he was showing up at my fucking door at my window at like five in the morning talking about he needed to talk about stuff. He went off the rails a little bit, you know, but uh, I forget what I was trying to get at with all this, but there's a lot of people who have these alien contacts and all of a sudden they lose track of time or whatever it is. And there might be an abduction sort of thing going on. Who really knows? Who really knows what's going on in our brains and, and the global uh, universal consciousness of our minds. So, you know, all this hoopla about the fucking Senate hearings and shit like that is just seems like who, at the end of the day, who gives a fuck, especially from these fucking senators and these, you know, whatever, they're all fucking liars anyway. I also find it fascinating that we're paying people, elected officials, hundreds of thousands of dollars in a salary every year with taxpayer money to fucking talk about aliens for a whole fucking week. What the fuck? Go fix something. Do something better. You know what I mean? You get fucking whatever it is. How much does a senator make? Let's say, I don't know the average salary of a senator. It's got to be at least $100,000, right? To do nothing. To fucking sit amongst your peers all day and talk to people about fucking aliens, bro. There's 9,000 podcasts that do that for absolutely free. And you probably get better information from those fucks. But meanwhile... We're going to get fucking taxpayer money so these butt fucks could go talk about goddamn aliens and not really get any solid answers anyway. So it just seems like it's just part of the bigger show that we are as a, you know, as our American political system or whatever. But I don't know. What do you think? Are the aliens here? All right, what the fuck? What is, and what does it change about your life? What does it change about anybody's life if the aliens are real? What if they wheel one out tomorrow and they go, look, we found one, and this is it, and this is the real deal. First and foremost, are you going to believe that it's an actual thing? Are you going to believe that it is true, that they're going, yeah, we found an alien, and they're actually showing it to you for once? We found this one in Roswell in the 50s or the 60s or whenever the fuck that crash was, and here's the one that was on that ship. It all is, like, what is it? What does it change about your life? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? 
unless they're showing up at your door and like fingering your ass, then maybe, then maybe you can be concerned about them, you know, but really who cares? And if it's like, oh, if they show up, what are you going to do? My second amendment, your second amendment ain't going to come in handy if fucking interdimensional aliens show up. You know what I mean? They could probably think your gun into like melting or into becoming a banana or something like that. You know what I mean? So what the fuck are we going to do if alien, who cares? What is it all a distraction from people? Because at this point, I think we can all agree that uh, nothing, the media is just for entertainment at this point. It doesn't seem to provide useful information. Anything that the media gives out that is useful information, you have to fucking dig deep for. And they don't just come out and give you useful information. You got to get a little piece from here and a little piece from there and put it all together your fucking self anyway. So what is it all a distraction from? That's the question. Do you believe in aliens and what is it really distracting us from? I don't know. I don't fucking know. But that was a big that was a big hoopla last week and I could give a fuck less. I was hoping to take some mushrooms and go talk to the aliens and bring you guys back solid some real solid evidence <laughs> as to what the fuck they were talking about. But anyway, who gives a fuck? The other thing that I saw, it's like uh Y'all know who Cardi B is, right? Cardi, she's that she's that real uh, classy lady who sings real classy songs, you know, with the big fat ass or whatever. I'm not knocking her for doing what she does, because let's be honest, if uh, if there wasn't a market for her stupid garbage that she spews out and everything that she's selling, her low uh, level vibrational message that she has with her music. If there wasn't a market for it, she wouldn't be she wouldn't be anybody. The truth is people love that shit, so it is what it is. But uh, there was a video going around of her at a concert uh, singing one of her songs, and somebody threw a cup of water or a drink at her, and uh, she just fucking... Dude, it's so funny. <laughs> she fucking just... She's got a microphone, and she just takes that microphone and just fucking chucks it at the person who threw the water, fucking pegs her right in the chest. It is hilarious. But what I found noteworthy is that as soon as she threw the, the song that she was singing, just kept playing, you know? And uh, it's just, we've become, I don't know, man. It's, you pay all this money to see these people play their music. And realistically, what you're doing is you're paying money to watch a light show, some fireworks, and hear them play their music off Spotify. Everything's a backtrack now. Everybody, a lot of pop music. I guess there's still some rock stuff and shit like that. But, you know, these big fucking concert acts that you're paying fucking hundreds of dollars to go see, they're just playing their music over the PA. And then just showing up and going, look at me, pretending to fucking sing and dance and shit. It's so weird because it's like, I don't know how old you guys are, but do y'all remember Millie Vanilli? That fucking duo, that, that black fella duo, that pop duo in like the late 80s. Because if you remember, they were lip syncers or they, you know, they didn't sing. Maybe the difference is they didn't sing their own songs at all. Somebody else was singing them and they were just a... Uh, they were just a face to the voice. But 
it was, when was it, 1989 when they got busted lip syncing? And people freaked the fuck out, dude. You can watch like old news footage of people taking their albums and their tapes, because CDs weren't around then, and putting them all on the road and someone running, rolling over them with a steamroller. You know what I mean? That's how people, that's how upset people were. The fact that they're like, you're not singing your own songs. That's absolutely outrageous. And nowadays it's just fucking completely acceptable. We just are aware that these fuckers don't actually sing their own shit. But meanwhile, you're still paying hundreds of dollars to go see them. It's just, so it's not even, it's not even the music that you're going to see. It's, it's just the person, I guess. I really don't fucking know. I just thought it was fascinating, dude. If you got caught lip syncing in the fucking 80s, people would burn everything. I'm pretty sure one of those dudes from Millie Vanilli committed suicide at some point. Not Maybe not because of getting caught lip syncing, but I'm sure that might have had something to do with it. Because then I think they put out their own album, but it was too late at that point. Because I don't think they were terrible singers or whatever. They just got caught up in some management bullshit or whatever. You know what I mean? You know how the entertainment industry is. It's just full of shit all the time. But just the outrage that people had were like, you don't sing your own songs when we come see you live. And now it's just completely, it's just the norm. That you're going to, I don't know how much a Cardi B ticket is. I know Chris Stapleton was in uh, town in Nashville this past weekend. He was playing the football stadium. And I was like, man, maybe I'll go to that. But it was like $400 for a fucking ticket. And I think Stapleton would at least sing his own songs. But even then, dude, 400 bucks for a fucking ticket. I'm sure Cardi B's tickets ain't any cheaper. And you're going to go pay to go to a Cardi B concert to just listen to her play her album through Spotify and pretend to sing and maybe say every fifth word in her own song. You know what I mean? And then she chucks a microphone at you, which, you know, maybe that lady had it coming. You shouldn't be throwing water on people either way. But uh, when did we, when did we as a, as a country, as a culture, as a society, just accept bullshit and being lied to? When did that happen? You know, when did we just prop these people up who it's like, you're, you're a musician, but really you don't have any qualities of a musician at all. You're just the mouthpiece for this particular music. And I don't think it's necessarily good music or anything like that. You know, out of all the people that that the media and our society attacks for being bad influences on our culture and especially on our children, Cardi B certainly ain't. She ain't a good one, dude. If my niece starts listening to Cardi B, we're going to have to have a fucking conversation. You know what I mean? Because Cardi B, all she does is glorify whoreness. They call it women empowerment nowadays, but it's being a whore. And there's nothing empowering about being a whore. You're giving all your power away by being a whore, you know? And maybe I'm speaking on a turn here, whatever it is, but that's what she's selling. She's selling being a whore. And it's, oh, it's, it's a good message for the kids, you know? But... You know, on the other foot, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to fucking muddy any waters here. You bring up a guy like Andrew Tate, 
who's in a public, you know, he was public enemy number one for a while. People still don't like him. They think he's a terrible influence on the youth. But if you actually listen to what he says and not just the clips, he's he's telling young men, same thing with Jordan Peterson. There's just telling men to get their life in order. Go work out. Go make money. Be somebody that you would look at and be, and you would respect, you know? They're telling you the complete opposite, and they're deemed to be bad people for some reason, for telling you to, to act like a worthy individual. And don't be a whore. But that's a bad, that's a terrible message for people to have. But meanwhile, you know, Cardi B, and who's the other, who's the other Cardi B? Nicki Minaj. They're the same person to me. They're both the same person. They're all like, hey, suck dick and fucking you know, show your asshole to everybody you possibly ever see. You know, that's a good fucking message for everybody. Anyway, I don't fucking know. Just when did it all become fucking acceptable to be, to not even make music, to be, to, but to bill yourself as a musician and to promote low vibrational messages to everybody. It's sad. You know, it sucks. But what do I know? I don't have any fucking kids, but I really hope I really hope my my niece never discovers who Cardi B is and thinks she's a good woman to look up to, because the because oh she makes her own money or whatever it is, and just because you make money doesn't mean you're a good fucking uh, a good example for anybody to live by. The words that you say, the messages you promote, are not uh, you know, my pussy's wet. <laughs> like that's a big fucking message, you know, and that's a totally fine thing to have. <laughs> that's totally okay. You could play it on the radio too, but you just can't say pussy, but everybody knows what the fucking thing is anyway. It's just bizarre. We live in bizarro world right now where the most influential people are the pe- the people who are promoted as good influential people seem to be just the worst influences on people. So what's the end game? Are aliens controlling this whole fucking thing? They're going, we need people to be dumb, stupid whores. We need people to think that that's a good thing to be. We need people to pretend to be musicians. We need people to pretend to be politicians. Everyone's just pretending out in this world. We need people to pretend that they're camping. You know what I mean? Everyone's fucking pretending. Be a real motherfucker, all right? It's it's fucking, if you're going to do something, fucking really do it. Be a real motherfucker out there. No one's going to like you. No one's going to give you any credit. But at least at the end of the day, I'll fucking like you. I'll respect you. You got one in your corner if you're a real motherfucker. But outside of that, dude, it's just like everything just seems to be bullshit. Everything. It really is like, oh, you're not even singing your own songs. And you're promoted as a musician somehow. And people pay to see you. So I guess I can't knock her. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I guess it's the people who pay to see her. But everyone's just brainwashed anyway and just stupid. So what the fuck? Anyway, hey, let's take a quick break. Check in with our great, wonderful sponsors. And we'll be right back on Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Magic Mind. Now, listen, I know we all have people in our life who are getting older. We have grandparents, your parents, maybe you yourself are getting older. 
a lot of the times what happens when we get older, our memory isn't so good. A little bit of Alzheimer's kicks in. My grandma is going through some Alzheimer's right now. She has a tough time remembering where she is, who she is, who everybody else around her is. I was visiting my grandma a couple weeks ago, and she had no idea who I was. I knocked on her door, and she was like, oh, my God, it's my husband. I'm so happy to see you. I said, Grandma, I'm not your husband. I'm your grandson. I'm Joe. You've known me since I was a baby. She said, no, no, come on in, husband. It's been so long since I've seen you. And then she tried kissing me on the mouth. And I said, Grandma, I am your grandson. My name's Joe. You don't remember? I'm your daughter's son. And she said, no, 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 you're my husband. Come sit down on the couch with me. We're sitting on the couch chatting. All of a sudden, my grandma starts trying to make a move on me, trying to seduce me, trying to get me in the sack. I said, hold on a second, Grandma. Why don't you try some of this magic mind and see if it doesn't get you uh, your memory back a little bit, get you thinking clearly. And boy, oh boy, thank God I had some magic mind on me, because if not, I may have made a very poor decision around my grandma. Not that I want to do that type of thing with my grandma, but I love her and I don't want to break her heart and reject her. But as soon as she drank the magic mind, all of a sudden her memory came back. She started thinking clearly. She started feeling clearly from her heart. She said, Joe, my grandson, it's good to see you. So then I put my pants back on. She gave me a kiss on the cheek. And then we finished watching her favorite episodes of Matlock, which was every single episode. So I stayed with my grandma for about two days with a Matlock marathon. But the point is, if you're having trouble with a little bit of memory, if you're trying to think more clearly, if you're trying to just have a, a better, clearer thought pattern throughout your day in general, you should try Magic Mind, ladies and gentlemen. And right now, if you go to magicmind.com and use the promo code Joe, for those of you with spelling issues, that's J-O-E at checkout. You'll get 20% off. There's a link in the description of this podcast. But once again, magicmind.com slash Joe Kelly comedy. Use the promo code Joe and we'll get you 20% off on uh, at the checkout. So check it out. I think it's absolutely great. My grandmother loves it. And it, uh, it saved me from making a very terrible, terrible decision and having some awkward Christmas dinners for her remaining years. Let's get back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed that brief message from our sponsors. So listen, as we typically do in the second part of this podcast, here's a couple of things I've been thinking about this past week, all right? Uh, first and foremost, I, um, I've been, I haven't really been smoking weed in a couple of weeks. Uh, I just it, it just seemed like it was becoming a habit, you know? And also, I like to smoke spliffs, so anytime I buy weed, I always buy a pack of cigarettes to to break up into the weed. So, uh, And then if I run out of weed, I'll smoke a couple cigarettes, and I just don't want to do that. So I just haven't been buying weed, so uh, just taking a break from it. And also, I, I think it was an interview with somebody. I can't remember who it was, but they were talking about just our relationship with food in the modern era, especially in the Western world, where most of the time it's like we're not even hungry. It's just we're just addicted to food at this point, which I think is very, very true, you know, because if most of the food that is mass produced, it's all filled with sugars and salts, which are two of like the most addicting things I think in the world. 
I'm pretty sure they're right up there with like cigarettes and nicotine and all that shit. When you get right down to it, sugar and salt. So uh, I've decided starting tomorrow, I'm going to do a seven day fast with no food. I'm going to take a whole week off. Uh, and it seems like it's a lot, but I really don't think it will be. It's going to be the mental thing to get over it. And because uh, what's the rule for breaking habits or addictions, like seven days or something like that? And not that I'm necessarily addicted to food. I usually do pretty good with my diet. You know, I uh, the days come and go where some days I feel like eating and other days. But when I'm on my shit, I usually I'll have like half a banana in the morning just so I can have my vitamins with it. And then I make like a pretty much like a veggie smoothie in the afternoon after I'm at the gym. And then in the evening, I'll have a dinner. Like, you know, like a, a decent sized dinner it could be a steak, a couple potatoes, something like that. But I think I'm just going to take a week off and just flush my entire system, my entire mind. I also think it's a good, I think it'll be a good mental exercise just to see if I can get through it. Cause I know the times are going to come where it's like, man, I'm real hungry. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know how hungry anybody is anymore or if we're just addicted to it. I also watched this uh, little mini documentary. There's a great YouTube channel. I think I mentioned him before. His name is Moon. He makes these real cool, very fascinating documentaries. And he did one about the food pyramid. And I think the first food pyramid came out in like the 50s or the 60s or whatever. And, you know, that was back when like breads and grain, they were the big rectangle at the bottom. And then you had what? Uh, what was above that? I can't remember everything. But the whole, what he was saying is that the the original food pyramid was funded by like the grain industry. So they had incentive in telling you that you needed seven to eight servings of grain a day, you know? So you had to eat eight pieces of bread or whatever it is and only two pieces of fruit. Meanwhile, you should be having more fruits and vegetables and meats than you should grains. So that really put things into perspective as far as, you know, because it's all a sham. You don't need three solid meals a day. Breakfast came from what was it? The fucking farming industry. I can't remember exactly, but it's all been it's all been force fed lies by corporations, by the food industry so that you think you need more food that you, than you do. As far as the food pyramid, as far as three meals a day, you know, I don't think we, I, it got to the point where it's like, I don't think we need all that. And it does seem like food is just a habit. It's just an addiction. So I'm going to take seven days off, see how I feel, and then go from there. You know, I've noticed, I've even noticed, because I'll do like a two, I've done like two day fast in the past, where it's like, after those two days, when I do eat, I don't feel like I need to eat as much. I feel like I'm full quicker. And I don't know how much of that is mental or physical. I don't know how much if like your stomach actually shrinks or anything like that by fasting. I assume that it does. So it doesn't expand as much. But, you know, ask yourself, really, how often are you actually hungry? Or how often do you actually think you're hungry? Because that was, dude, I remember being a kid and looking in the fridge and just looking with the fridge door open 
And my dad coming and going, what are you doing? I go, I'm looking, I'm hungry. And he goes, well, you've been, you've been, you've had the fridge open for two minutes. Like, what do you, you just think you're hungry. You're not actually hungry. If you were hungry, you'd eat something, but you're just looking. He didn't actually say this part of it, but it's like, you're looking for something to feed the addiction, you know, whatever is the mental shit that you have going on. So think about how much eating is more, how much eating in today's world is more mental than it is actually physical and nourishment. Most of the food we eat doesn't have any nutrients in it anyway. So you're not nourishing your body. It's just empty calories. And also it's like the, especially when you go out to eat, the visual aspect of food, everything looks good, looks great. And sometimes it tastes better because it looks better, but it's the same fucking shit you get anywhere and everywhere else. You know what I mean? It's just, so I'm going to do, I'm going to push myself this next week. I've never done a seven day fast, but I'm going to, I'm going to push myself and go seven days. Uh, that's, I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to take my vitamins though. Cause if I take my vitamins on an empty stomach, I, I think I usually puke. <laughs> I think it's cause I slam coffee like right afterwards. So maybe I'll take some time, but my plan is just water and coffee and, uh, and even coffee, maybe I should take a break from that too, but I can't give up everything in one week. So I'm going to stick with water and coffee for a week just to give myself a break because it does seem like it is at this point eating is just a habitual sort of thing, you know, and I'm still going to go to the gym and uh, I'm going to see how that affects my body too. If, uh, if I feel weaker at the gym or, or whatever it is, you know, so I'll give you an on update next week, but just something to keep in mind. Just think about it. Is how often are you eating just because you feel like you're supposed to eat because you're supposed to eat three square square meals a day or because you think you're hungry or because you saw something on TV and you started salivating. So it's like, man, I got to eat something compared to how often are you actually truly hungry? How often is your body actually lacking nutrients? Probably most of the time. Probably most of the time, again, just because I think most of the food we get is not nutrient dense. It's not really fueling our bodies. It's more just satisfying. It's making you full and it's giving you a dopamine hit. And it's, you know, it's giving you some brain fucking drug or whatever it is. But very rarely do we eat food that is is fulfilling to our bodies, you know. So. I'm going to give it a try. I invite you to do it too. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll let you know next week and then I'll say, hey, this was helpful. Maybe it wasn't. But I do like experimenting with my body and my mind in that sense and trying things I haven't done and pushing myself further than I think I could do. Because that, like I said, at this point, the furthest I've, or the most days I've gone without like eating with like a fast is like two days. So it'd be fun to do seven because obviously I won't die, you know, We'll be fine. Our bodies are made to be hungry. We'll be okay. We won't shrivel up and die, but we just think we will. So I want to push myself this next week and, and really give a hard fast in it. And letting you guys know, it makes me hold my feet to the fire because I want to give you an honest, uh, uh, an honest review of my seven-day fast next week. So I ain't going to bullshit you, but... Uh, if, if you see me popping up on those daily check-ins, whether it's on Patreon, Facebook, Instagram, and I seem a little bit grumpy this week, 
this is why. <laughs> but I'll let you know how it goes. But a seven-day fast is what I'm going to do. And, uh, and, and yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'll, I'll report back to you next week. This is also something I know we're kind of dragging on. This is kind of a long podcast this week, but uh, it's something else I was just thinking. I woke up thinking about this today. And uh, just whenever, whenever we invented the word tomorrow, I think that was a, I think that was a terrible day, to be honest with you. I think the idea of tomorrow is is absolutely terrible, and it makes us lazy. It makes us not commit to things. It makes us think that there's always that we have time, and we don't have time. And it's just the idea that any it's even with this fast thing. You know, I said I'm going to start it tomorrow. It's like, well, why didn't you start it today? And it's like, well, because I ate food this morning. <laughs> That's why. That's why I have to do it tomorrow. But it's just the the thing that if we, there isn't, the separation between days is all an illusion. It's just one long fucking day, people. I know the sun sets and the sun rises and the seasons change and shit like that. But this separation of days and months and years, it's all an illusion. It helps us keep track of things. It can be useful in the sense of being able to keep track of things. It helps when you're farming and trying to grow, you know, vegetables and all this and that when you know, you know, you know when it's time to plant and when it's time to harvest and shit like that. But just this idea that there is tomorrow, because there's always tomorrow. Once you start thinking that there is tomorrow, there's always tomorrow. And one day it's not going to come. You feel what I'm saying? So... I think whoever, whenever we started thinking about tomorrow, because it's easy to start things tomorrow, because there's always a tomorrow. I didn't do it today, I'll do it tomorrow. I didn't start my diet today, I'll do it tomorrow. I didn't start working out today, I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow is when I'm going to really hunker down and start getting my shit together. Tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes, but then tomorrow's today. But thankfully, there's another tomorrow. So then you just keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and putting it off until you haven't done anything. And then eventually there are no more tomorrows. But there never was one to begin with. It's all an illusion. It's a continuous track. There isn't this separation where it goes, here's today, here's tomorrow, here's yesterday, here's the day after tomorrow. It's one fluid thing that just keeps flowing, you know? So if you're going to start something, if you're going to do anything, you might as well do it now, whenever you think of it. You know, and yeah, I just, I, I don't know why I woke up with that thought of just like, man, whoever made up that word tomorrow really fucked a lot of people over, I think. And just our way of thinking, because there isn't a real tomorrow. We all, it's only now. Everything is now. Everything is right now. This is now. Now it's now. And then there's then, there's the past, and then there's now. But the tomorrow thing is very, we just get used to it. We get used to being able to do things tomorrow and putting shit off. And man, I just don't want to live in that world anymore. I don't want to think about tomorrow ever. It's now. 
Everything is now. Am I doing this now or am I not? And a lot of, if you think about it that way, I think uh, anything you want to start doing, if you go, am I doing this now? You go, no. Okay, how about now? No. Well, I'll do it tomorrow. Don't think like that. You're either doing it now or you're not. Don't give yourself an out. Whatever it is you want to do, whatever it is you want to achieve in life, you know, it's like, you know, you want to spend more time with your family. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. Especially with, you know, your older relatives and shit like that. They have a lot less tomorrows than you do. So it's easy to put it off. And then they're all going to be gone, man. But just something I was thinking about this morning. Why not do it now? Because that's all we got is right now. There's a George Carlin line. Everything is now, and I think I already said it, or the recent past. That's all it is. Or what did he say? There is no now. He said there's the near future or the reason. Because now is, I don't know. Now I'm getting my things, because now I'm trying to compare my philosophy to George Carlin. But now is now. And then now is now. But the first now was then. So it's all very confusing. But just the don't wait until tomorrow because there isn't a real tomorrow, everybody. We got these days for the names of the week. You know, it's Monday, tomorrow's Tuesday, but really it's the same fucking day. It's the same thing. Life doesn't, it's, it's one continuous track. There is no tomorrow. So do whatever it is you got to now and start. Start immediately. Don't wait. Everybody waits, and then life goes by, and then all of a sudden you feel like you're too old, and now you don't have enough time to do shit, but you do. You know? It's, uh, I was trying to talk, my mom always talks about being old and wishing she could do things differently, but, you know, she's only like 50, 51, so it's like, God willing, she lives another 25, 30 years. That's a whole fucking lifetime, though, you know what I mean? That's a whole nother life. So it's not that you're too old. Like, don't get, that's, she just watches a lot of fucking television. They just tell her she's old and dumb all the time. So she gets caught up in that thinking. But it's like, no, you got plenty of time to do stuff, man. You just got to start now. In 30 years, that's a whole fucking lifetime. That's a whole lifetime, people. 10 years is a lifetime. Five years is a fucking lifetime. You got you got nothing but fucking time. It's a whole fucking life to change and live the way you want to live. But uh, just don't wait for tomorrow. Because if you keep waiting for tomorrow, it's going to be gone. All right? Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your fucking way, people. All right? This one is uh, not as tragic or not as entertaining as the ones that I usually like to talk about. This was another like news story where there's a, a Japanese dude who spent uh, two, 2,000, 2,200,000 yen, whatever that translates into dollar bills. I don't know. He'd like, and I don't know if it's just a costume or if he had cosmetic surgery, but he, he became a border collie. The video link will be in the comments of this podcast, but this dude is like, he wanted to become a border collie, so he spent a bunch of money. He looks like a giant-ass border collie, and now he just like walks around like an actual dog, getting his belly rubbed, shaking people's hands, going on walks. 
What the fuck, dude? What the fuck? Can you imagine? Can you imagine, like, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, people who fought in, like, World War I, World War II, coming back and deciding they want to be a fucking border collie? Are we going off the fucking, not to fucking, you know, you could be whatever you want to be. Let your imagination run wild. Baby, we'll do whatever it is you want to do. Is this the sign? Are we in end times right now? That's the question I have. When people, when their goal in life, they spend all their life savings to become a fucking dog. How fucked up are we as a species, you know? That's where it's like if the aliens come, good, good riddance. You know, we've had a good run. And look at the look at the gifts that we've squandered. We got this brain that can ideally we're able to separate ourselves from nature. We're able to view, we can have perspective on going, okay, this is a thing outside of me, but also I am a thing that's inside of me. And it's the same thing, but it's separated, but it's not separated. But anyway, we take those gifts and that ability to fucking think and calculate math equations and use tools and invent things and and fucking control fire with the flick of our thumb. And we use all those fucking gifts to become a fucking dog, dude. Maybe it's a simpler life. I don't know. But it's it's just... I lose hope when I see shit like that, you know? I really do. It makes me so disappointed. It makes me think we've wasted these beautiful gifts that we've been given of the brain and thought and the opposable thumb, you know? If someone came up to you and said, hey, let me chop off your thumb and cover your body and hair, would you do it? Most people would say no. But some people, maybe they're not fucked up. Maybe this thumb and this brain is more of a burden than than what it actually is. I don't fucking know. But you guys got to check out this video. This guy's just a big giant border collie now. It's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. I hope, you know, I hope good things happen. Do you think he's going to fuck other dogs? Or do you think he's going to fuck a lady? Is anybody going to fuck him? Would you fuck a man who thought he was a dog? That's a good question, I think. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, this is going off the rails at this point. <laughs> Thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. I don't know what the fuck we've been talking about today, but I hope we had a little bit of fun. Real quick, I'll be in Nashville, Tennessee this fucking Thursday, August 3rd at uh, Sunny's Patio Pub and Refuge, Denver at Comedy Works with my buddy Aaron Weber this coming Sunday the 6th. I'll be in Louisville the 10th through the 12th. Cleveland the 19th and 20th, and then Pittsburgh the 24th, Boston the 25th and the 26th. Go to joekellycomedy.com for all the upcoming dates. Thanks for so much for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. Thank you to our sponsor, Magic Mind. Go to magicmind.com. Use the promo code Joe at checkout. Get yourself 20% off. Also, if you want to support me, patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it this week. I don't know what the fuck this was, but I hope we had some fun anyway. Do yourself a favor. Do me a favor, too. Take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. All right, I'll catch you around next week. Later.